Today is the 100th episode of the Brand Mary podcast. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that we've reached this milestone. And I think with every milestone that I've had in my business, it's a time of reflection. And I really love sharing the lessons that I have learned along the way. And you love listening to those episodes as well, according to our analytics. So today we're going to dive into five business lessons that I have learned over the past two years since starting this podcast. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. I started this podcast in the summer of 2021. We were getting ready to head to Hawaii. It was our year of island hopping. We had done St. Croix, we were spending about a month in Hawaii, and we were later heading to Greece. 2021 was a really awesome year, let me tell you. Business-wise, personal life-wise, it was going really, really amazing. And it's really interesting to think back on how much life has changed since I released that first episode, how much I have changed since I released that first episode. And surprisingly enough, staying consistent with this podcast has not been hard for me. I truly love sharing these bits of information. But over the past year, I really wanted to expand the type of information that I share with you stepping outside of just tips and tricks, which of course you can find on my blog and in a ton of other resources, but going deeper and really talking more about my journey as an entrepreneur. And that's really what this entire episode is about. Now, I've been in business for seven years and we're not gonna go back all the way to the beginning, although a lot of the things that I'm sharing with you today definitely apply to back then as well. But I would say, at the last two years since, again, launching this podcast, I have gone through tremendous growth as a business owner. Those first few years are your normal, you know, going with the motions, right? Trying things and seeing what works and figuring out what it's like to even run a business in the first place, determining your brand, starting to market, create content, and... That is something that once you kind of figure out where you're at, it can be repeated again and again and again. But then, of course, over time, you want to grow. At least I hope you want to grow. And you want to challenge yourself. And life will also challenge you back. And a lot of the things that I've learned in the past two years as it relates to running my business have also been things that I have learned and discovered in my personal life as well. And if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you know that I truly believe that the two things cannot be siloed away from each other. That what happens in our personal life benefits or impacts our business and vice versa. But at the end of the day, it is really, really important that we remember why we have our businesses in the first place. And that is, in my opinion, to improve our personal lives so that we can benefit from 
these experiences so that we can have this time freedom with our family so that we can do the things that truly light us up. Is it always easy? Nope. I posted a reel the other day that said, is it worth it? Absolutely, but it's not for the faint of heart. So let's get into some of the top lessons that I've learned over the past two years as a business owner. The very first one is that alignment is everything and alignment will change. You know, I often share stories about setting goals, right? And planning in business. This is something that comes really easy for me as a strategist. I am so good at looking at someone else's business, someone else's, uh, you know, a, vision for the future and helping them strategize how to make that possible. It's one of the reasons I just released my very first planning course, Brand New Plan, which is available right now. But as a recovering perfectionist, it has been tricky for me to do for myself. The actual strategizing or figuring out what the steps are, easy peasy. The figuring out those aligned goals for myself used to not be so easy in the past. And around 2021, when I was launching this podcast, I was also struggling with this concept. I quickly realized at the beginning of 2022 that the goals that I was going for in my business were not my goals. They were not my authentic goals. They were based on what I saw other people five years into running a business achieving. It was based on what I heard other people saying they were having success in, in their business. It was based on where I thought I should be as a business owner. And I completely bypassed the fact that the way that I live my life and the things that I value might be different. So of course, it took some freaking trial and error and there were quite a few mistakes, some of which I'm going to share in the next lesson. Um, but I realized um, beginning middle of 2022 when life happened to us where a health scare happened and I needed to pull back from my business and it was completely unexpected and... I realized in that moment that like what I was actually reaching for wasn't what I wanted. And it made perfect sense, right? Because everything that I had been trying to do to reach that goal, it felt like I was just pushing a boulder up a hill. It didn't feel in flow. You know, I'm no stranger to hard work. Hard work is really important. And I believe that hard work is necessary. But this was just straight up difficult. And it really didn't matter what I did or how I pivoted. It just wasn't working. And the reason it wasn't working was because the goal that I had created wasn't my authentic goal. It wasn't aligned with my vision. I had borrowed it from someone else. And looking back, I think I've done that a lot. And I'm sure listening to you listening right now, you're probably thinking of some things as well in your head. But it was kind of an in-your-face moment where I realized that I had pulled away from so much that made me me as a business owner 
and the things that I really loved to meet some make-believe standard that I thought was necessary for me at that stage of my life and business. And although the health scare was terrifying and incredibly challenging, I'm thankful that it happened when it did because it regrounded me in what I truly wanted. And I've used that same reminder now, you know, really, I guess 2023 was the first time that I sat down and I was like, before we can make a plan, before we can figure out what steps we need to take, what do I really want? And blocking out the noise from where I think I should be or what I think I should be achieving. And let me tell you, it is not super easy, especially as an entrepreneur, where we are consuming content online. We're trying to learn new things. We're always learning and wanting to grow. There is a lot of information being thrown at us. And yes, over time, we can improve our filter to filter in that information and, and take what we need and let go of what we don't need. But it is very challenging, and it is very challenging in the beginning. And again, I think I wanted to start with this because there is this misconception around setting goals in business, and I used to teach them, where you pick a number and then you just reverse engineer. But there's so much that goes into actually picking that number. There's so much that goes into how you actually want to feel. There's so much that goes into what do I want my time and my family dynamic to look like? Does this all align? Does this all make sense at a whole? as a whole? Because again, it cannot be siloed into these little buckets. Every single thing weaves together. So... One of my biggest lessons, as I've shared, is that when you are going to set goals, when I am going to set goals in my life and in my business, they need to come from a truly aligned place or it won't matter what the strategy is or how you know granular I get with my steps. It, it won't happen and it won't happen in flow and that resistance will just keep showing up. And this is something that I'm, I'm diving into and really guiding my clients through inside of Brand New Plan this year. The second lesson, and piggybacks off of the first one, is growing too quickly. <laughs> okay, about to get real up in here. So in 2020, my business experienced a double revenue growth. We completely doubled our growth Re gross revenue. And it was truly amazing. Uh, you know, I think depending on your business, it was a very hard year for a lot of people. But with established businesses in the world that I was in with online businesses and branding, it was a fantastic year. And so I started thinking, oh, well, where do we go from here? Right. Thinking about lesson number one. And I started following some new people and I started, um, you know, taking on new information and the general consensus that I kept hearing was like, you're ready for a million dollars, okay? You're ready for a million dollars. You've hit 250,000, that's the hardest part. You're ready for a million dollars. And that became my goal. And so I started looking at, all right, we've grown quickly and we wanna keep growing quickly. What are the things that we need to do? Again, lesson learned, looking outside of myself, for the answers. 
And the big thing that happened or the big message that I kept receiving was grow a team, build a team. You can't do it without a team. You can't hit a million without a team. Now, I know now that that is absolute bullshit and you absolutely can. And there are a lot of entrepreneurs who have one, maybe two team members that are supporting them and they have created these million dollar businesses. But what was happening here is one, I clearly wasn't aligned with the million dollar business at that stage, right? I had just kind of embraced that, whoa, holy crap, we've made $250,000 in a year. That was a big jump. And now I'm wanting to jump that much more. That's more than double. And so I was looking outside of myself for answers and I started to embrace this whole build a team, build a team, build a team. I had never had a team. I had been a manager before to two people (laughs) and I started just hiring. I was so freaking fortunate to hire Delana, our operations manager, who's still with us today. But I then was like, oh, I need a marketing manager role, even though marketing is kind of my bread and butter and what I truly love doing. I had convinced myself that, hey, if I want to be a million dollar business owner, this is something I can't do anymore, right? I need to outsource it. So I had taken on a marketing manager role. I had started investing in more graphic design. I had hired a client retention team. I had taken on an ads team that was actually running all of my ads. And all of this was happening at the exact same time. And I went into it guns blazing. And I was excited. I mean, who wouldn't be excited? But about two months in, I started realizing that all of my time was spent managing that I was spending all of my time in meetings, trying to fix things, trying to communicate how to fix things, trying to edit things, give my feedback, that I had no time to create anything. And I remember telling my husband, like, I I haven't created anything new. Like, I, I don't really have time to write emails. I'm kind of regurgitating old information. I feel like I'm not creating my own social media posts because my graphic designer is doing that. All of these people were amazing at what they did, but it wasn't working for my business. The reason I started my business was to make an impact and to creatively be fulfilled. And the way that I am creatively fulfilled is creating content like this, writing, you know, taking the information that I have and breaking it down and creating programs and things that are ultimately going to support you. And I didn't have any time for that. And on the flip side of that, I started to really ask myself, is all of this actually paying off? Is this really getting me to where I ultimately want to go? Is this how I want to structure my business? Is this how I want to spend my day today in the long term? And it became very, very clear after about six months that the answer was absolutely freaking not. I was so tired of managing a team. And I started diving a little bit more into personalities and I started to say like, whoa, this is not the answer for everyone. Of course, it's not the only answer. You know, sometimes when I have these realizations, I'm like, you knew that. You already knew that. (laughs) But again, it's really easy to not trust yourself every single move that you make as a business owner. I've never done this before, (laughs) you know, you've never been where you are now. 
And so I started to strip away and I was really fortunate that the people that I had really great personal connections with, they were pivoting in their business. So it was like, ain't no thing. And the agencies that I chose, I very simply said, this is not working. And I stripped it back. And almost immediately, I felt like everything was clicking. Everything was lining up again. But it was a hard lesson. I spent a lot of money and a lot of time doing that. And I didn't find myself any further along. Now, of course, I'm all about testing and I'm all about data. And I know that running ads, you know, consistently past six months could absolutely have led me to a million dollar business. But I probably would have hated it every single step of the way. And that is not why I decided to become an entrepreneur. I would just go clock in and work for somebody else if that's what I ultimately wanted to do. And so summarizing this this point would definitely be, you know, look for growing too quickly out of alignment. You know, it's okay to have those really big goals if they are true to you. As I shared, that wasn't actually true to me. That million dollar goal was not true to me. And looking back now, I totally see it. But if it is in alignment, watch the moves that you take with these big growth periods and just check in with yourself quite frequently to make sure that as these changes are happening, they actually feel good and that you're still doing the things that you ultimately enjoy doing in your business. You're not losing sight of those things. There are a lot of entrepreneurs that I know, my colleagues that love managing a team, could go the rest of their life without creating a single piece of content. And I love them for that and I applaud them and woohoo, I am not that person. And this lesson really taught me that. And so I started to redefine what does it look like for me to be a CEO? It doesn't mean that I have to have a big team. It can actually mean that we can do great, amazing things with just a few core people. And now I see it where I see a lot of people who do have these very profitable and very amazing businesses and a very small core team. It kind of goes back to, you know, when you decide you want to buy a new car and maybe you decide you want a specific car, you start seeing it everywhere. You know, it's like just like that. The third lesson that I have learned over the years is work smarter, not harder. I think a lot of us come from the generation and the mindset that like if you're not working hard, you're not making money. If you're not working hard, then you're you're not successful. And I recognized that pretty early on. I mean, definitely before 2021, that was something that I was working on. But then I think there's this flip side of it where it's like everything should be easy and we should be in flow. And if it's not, then nothing's right. It's like finding the balance is actually quite difficult. And I have found that in order to achieve the balance, to achieve the dedication and the like commitment, and then to achieve the ease and the flow actually comes down to working smarter, making smarter, calculated decisions in your business. And a lot of this has come down to the systems. You know, I didn't realize when I wrote down my notes, but each of these is kind of building on the next one. So when I decided to strip back on the team, I had to start thinking, all right, well, how do I take care of those things 
in a way that's not taking all of my time, right? I still don't wanna be doing those things, not all of them, client retention, no thank you. I don't really wanna be worrying about bill payments and accounting and graphic design. I don't really wanna be spending all of my time designing graphics. So I had to start thinking like, how do we create these systems? How do we start working smarter on the backside of our business? And we really started to create more templates, email templates, um, workflows, Lately, within the last, you know, six to nine months, I've really been embracing using AI to do just this. A lot of people talk about tools like ChatGPT for copy and, and content, but what I really think the sweet spot is, is repurposing. And the things that take us a lot of time in the content creation process, using these amazing tools to actually get our content out there. So I'm still creating it. It's still my original content. It's still my voice, something I love doing that I realized over the years needs to be protected. But the distribution part of it, like there are so many amazing tools available to us as entrepreneurs that we can use to save so much time and energy. Recently, I've been using a tool that I'm still testing out, but I promise that I'll share with you. And I can input my YouTube link and within five minutes, it gives me a ton of clips, anywhere between 10 to 15 clipped videos with captions inside of my brand template that I can then put on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, saving me hours. Or taking an audio recording, just like this podcast, transcribing it, putting it into ChatGPT and asking it to format it into a blog, maintaining the same copy. 10 minutes would have taken me 45 minutes plus maybe. So it's about really understanding like what do you want? What feels really good to you? And then support yourself with the systems. And these are the same things that I have been really applying in my personal life as well. You know, how can we streamline this? How can we make this a little bit more efficient? How can I take back my time in these different areas? I, I think there's a heightened sense of that for me at this stage of my life because we're fortunate to have access to a lot of these different things. And we can use those to keep getting us closer to our goals without depriving ourselves of the things that are most important. In my case, it's definitely time freedom. So every time I'm thinking about doing something new or adding it on to my business because it's going to help me achieve X, Y, and Z, I always ask myself, how can we make this more efficient? How can we carve out a, you know, just even a little bit of time? Because over the course of a week, a month, a year, that's precious time that I get back. And as I've said time and time and time again, I am a fierce protector of my time. And I'm not willing to compromise that as a business owner. And luckily we don't have to because we have systems and because we have these amazing tools at our fingertips. So it is possible to grow in a very aligned way, but we have to think outside the box. And we have to ask ourselves like, how could I make this work smarter in my favor? because we don't constantly just have to be working ourselves into the ground that's not sustainable. We all know that. We've been here for a minute. We're all crystal clear on that. I don't need to have a whole rant about burnout. <laughs> you can go listen to a bunch of other podcasts about that. The fourth lesson, and maybe it's actually a realization that I've discovered, is that 
feeling unmotivated is totally normal. And I don't know if you needed to hear that as well today, but I used to think that if I lost my motivation as an entrepreneur, something was wrong, you know, that something was off or my whole business was failing or what I was doing wasn't actually working. It's so easy to trick ourselves and convince ourselves that something is bigger than it actually is, especially as a business owner when all of the decisions are coming down to you. But what I've really come to realize, and I've talked about quite a few times on this podcast in regards to seasons and cycles, is that being unmotivated is just part of the game. There are going to be times when no matter what the system is and no matter you know what f- workflows you have in place, that you just aren't going to feel motivated to create something new. I mean, I think this is why I love systems and why I love having long form content and workflows, because even when I'm not motivated, I can still create content, right? I can still repurpose old content. I can still show up consistently, even though behind the scenes, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to get out of bed. I just kind of want to lay on the couch. I don't want to do anything today. It happens. And one of the things that I've really been working on the last couple of years is not making it bigger than it actually is. It's just a season. It's just a period where I'm not feeling motivated to go outward. Maybe it's a season where I'm being called to go inward. Maybe you're just tired, (laughs) you know? And tired doesn't mean burnt out. It's a season. I think about this time of year every year. I go into September like freaking guns blazing. You know, I am like, yes, let's go. Let's make it happen, right? Like I'm ready to go. The fall, it's so exciting. November rolls around and I'm like, oh, I would like to sleep a little bit later. I'm not really feeling so motivated. Let's watch movies, you know? And it's like, that happens year after year after year after year. At what point do we go, it's okay. Like we need this season of calming down. We need this season of going inward. We need this, we need this time in order to show up for the next season. And I hear entrepreneurs come to me and they're like, I'm not motivated. Like nothing is motivating me. And I say, give yourself a week. Give yourself a week and see what happens. Now, of course, there could be underlying things happening, but to jump straight to that, like on day one when you're not feeling motivated, you're not giving it time to kind of discover itself. You're labeling it as bad out of the gate. Like you're labeling it as bad. Unmotivated is bad. I can't be unmotivated as an entrepreneur. That is not true. Like I said, it's totally normal and we all go through it. What I always love to ask myself after I have given myself some time to kind of reflect and journal and maybe just cozy up on the couch and watch some movies is how am I feeling now? Do I feel like I'm, you know, recharged in a way? Do I feel okay 
right? I've talked in previous episodes about health and nutrition. We've, we have an episode all about cycle syncing. Those are definitely things that you need to be mindful of as an entrepreneur. Because as I've mentioned, what's happening in your personal life, what's happening in your body and your health plays a huge role in how you show up in your business. So yes, sometimes when these things happen, I do ask myself, how am I eating? How am I caring for myself? Am I getting the amount of sleep that I need? Where am I at in my cycle? Are there things that might have changed with my health? And I start there. But again, not everything might be this whole underlying issue. You might just need a little break. And it's okay to need and want to take a break as a business owner. And the more that you push yourself through those breaks, the faster you could lead to burnout. But the more that you honor that time and step away, the faster you might actually propel yourself forward into motivation again, sustained motivation. I released an episode earlier this year where I, uh, in August, earlier this year, it was two months ago, okay, um, <laughs> about my summer break. I took a whole summer break away from creating content. Uh, I, I launched a product shop where I repurposed a lot of old products that I had, things that I've sold in, in bigger packages. And I just took a break and it was amazing. And I came into it with fresh ideas, one of them being this planning course that I just released, brand new plan, that I feel like is like seven years in the making. That would not have happened if I had not have taken a step back. It's okay to be unmotivated. The, the key is having a plan to get back into it giving yourself time to step away, but also saying, all right, we're going to reflect. We're going to see what's happening. Is it something happening underlying? No. Do I just need a little bit of a break? Great. I'm going to honor that break and I'm going to get back into it. And nine times out of 10, I inch back into it and then away we go and I'm feeling it again. And it's usually around the solstice. (laughs) It's usually around a seasonal change. Let me tell you. All right. The last thing that I want to share with you that, again, I feel like is something we just need to hear, life's going to happen. Life is going to keep happening. You are going to have plans. You are going to have visions. You are going to have a very, very strict do this on this date, and life is going to happen. You cannot escape it. There are things outside of your control. But as we tell our son, you can control how you react to the situation. You do not have to just throw in the towel and say, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. That goal can't happen. It's not even possible now. We have to learn to adapt. And there is this general messaging around planning as a business owner that is incredibly rigid. It's a very traditional way of planning. And it doesn't work anymore. I really don't think that it works anymore for the modern woman, for the modern human, for the modern entrepreneur. We do a lot. Many of you work full-time jobs and are running your business and manage an entire household, and are a caretaker, and you're trying to prioritize yourself. 
You know, we wear a lot of different hats. And that hasn't always been the case in generations before. And being an entrepreneur and being a business owner now is unlike it has ever been in the past with how we show up and how we have to create content. It's really important that we start embracing this concept that I am coining (laughs) called planning fluidity. It's about having a plan and having a destination but also being open and willing to adapt as necessary to get to that destination. To no longer having these rigid plans that if they don't go according to plan or if they aren't achieved, we get down on ourselves. Like again, raising my hand as a recovering perfectionist and if you're listening right now too and can relate, when you don't hit a goal, it freaking tears you down. It makes you feel like you didn't do anything right. Of course you did stuff right. Of course you were amazing. Of course you were taking action. Of course you grew. But it's hard to see all of that because the one thing that you determined should be done by this specific time didn't happen or the specific number that you were going to hit didn't happen. We don't have to throw all of our goals and our visions and our aspirations out the window. We just need to learn how to adapt. It's one of the reasons over the last year I have embraced a new approach to planning for the year ahead. As a business owner, having this planning fluidity has allowed me to change course if necessary to check in with myself to make sure that I'm not making unaligned decisions like I shared in lesson one or lesson two, and to make sure that I'm taking steps forward that genuinely feel really good to me and my life. Again, this is something that I am teaching inside of my program, Brand New Plan, which is now available to sign up for. You can get the details at brandmary.com slash new plan. But I encourage you to think about this concept as you head into the year. How rigid should you be with your goals? How has that served you in the past? Do you find yourself throwing in the towel when life inevitably happens to you? Or do you start to embrace Miss Pivot and say, I see this. I understand this. How can I still make my goals a priority? How can I still make this work for me? Maybe it's not the exact structured plan, the step-by-step that you had, but being able to adapt that is what is still going to lead you to your end goal if it feels aligned. And this is just a amazing, amazing strength as a business owner because this adaptability plays a huge role in everything that we do. Being able to adapt to the market, being able to adapt to new platforms, being able to do adapt to consumer demands, buying behaviors, all of these different things. But it really starts with you. Are you able to adapt to your dang self first and still keep your eye on the aligned and authentic vision that you have for yourself. Because that's where it all starts. It's a full circle moment. We go all the way back to one. I hope that this episode inspired you. I hope that this episode felt 
grounding in some way. I hope that this episode gave you permission in the areas that you were seeking permission. I hope that this episode made you feel less wrong (laughs) because it's easy to feel like you're not doing everything right. It's easy to feel like you're not where you should be. It's easy to feel like you're not checking all the boxes. There's a lot of messaging out there that's telling us in order to be X, we have to do But like, you get to decide what X is. You get to decide what that looks like. You get to decide your life. You get to write to your own story. That's it. That's the moral. (laughs) That's the moral of the story. And I hope that this episode inspired you to do just that. I would love to hear from you. If you want to send me a message over on Instagram, I just started a brand new channel over on Instagram. It's the Brand Mary VIP channel. It's where I'm gonna be answering your questions, offering behind the scenes looks at my business, giving support. It's completely free. You can find it over on my Instagram, at Michelle Knight Co. And of course, you can just send me a DM with your takeaway from today's episode as well. If this spoke to you and you feel like someone else might need to hear these messages, please share this episode. And thank you so much for joining me and celebrating with me as we have 100 episodes of the Brand Mary podcast. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.